Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Be one of the headlines of the day. Time will tell. But an inversion has happened, people. Whoop, whoop. We should probably have an alarm. Whoop, whoop. An inversion has happened, people. Sound, sound the inversion alarm. On Wall Street. This is where it's a phenomenon on the market where investors want more in return for short-term government bonds than long-term bonds. And the last nine recessions, this has happened before the recession. Didn't it happen a couple of years ago? Well, or a I, year ago? I remember lo- talking about this. How long before the recession? I mean, when you get to these, every time a president end, with the name ending in Y, the NFC wins the you know the Super Bowl sort of right, thing. Right. Um, uh, you know. So the the story popped up uh, a little while ago. I don't remember the exact date, but within within a year, it's happened since I started investing, which has not yet been a year. But that that was talking about the ten year. This seems to be focused on the 30-year, so I don't know if those oh, are different. three yeah. times as much. Uh, yeah, apparently. Oh, what are you, fool? Clearly. 
Uh, but this is uh, this has been an indicator they claim in the last nine recessions going back to 1955. So that's why stocks are down today, and we'll see. Yep, yep. Uh, just a quick update, and it's interesting. Uh, Cal Unicornia's bizarre. I mean, just utterly out there, extremist new ethnic studies cur- curriculum, which is getting attention around the country because it is it is the wokest, radical leftist college professor crap you've ever heard uh, unleashed on our you know five to fourteen year olds uh, and eight eighteen year olds, I suppose uh, too. It's getting more and more resistance. People are waking up to it. It's coming to a school system near you, guaranteed, especially if you're in a blue state. But it was absolutely uh, just avalanching its way into existence until Jewish lawmakers in California stood up unanimously and said, um, this has erased the entire American Jewish experience. You don't put us on the list of people who have been oppressed or or bigotry against because y'all hate Israel so much you don't permit the idea that yes Jews can be on the receiving end of bigotry which <clears throat> just goes to show you this is an attempt to put into force of law the indoctrination of kids based on today's wokest intersectional activist antifa agenda it is a st- Astounding that this would even see the light of day, much less come close to being passed. So, and and listen, I have read the statements of the Jewish uh, lawmakers, and they're absolutely correct on every single count. But I think it's interesting that um, it took one victim group right. to say to the others, hey, you're leaving us out. That, that, that's what bothers me about this. Because if you had left out the Jewish stuff, that would have passed. Or put in the it, Jewish stuff. Yeah, yeah, it would have passed. It would have been okay. All right. the herkstery <laughs> and all the other crap. Right. That was okay if it, if you hadn't, you know, uh, annoyed one group that's uh, that's got the power to fight back. God, that's really troubling. Yeah. So, and we can get into more detail if you haven't heard about this. We've been talking about it on and off for several days, but it, this curriculum teaches that white people are awful, have always been awful, and are incorrigible, and that um, you know it just reinforces the victim culture and the rest of it. And don't uh, never ever trust white. Says the free market is a method of enslavement of people and that uh, capitalism must end, it is astounding that this stuff is heading for the public schools. Um, But as uh, one of the, um, well, the letter from the Jewish lawmakers in Cal Unicornia says, we find it alarming, to say the least, that at a time when Nazis are marching openly in Charlottesville, chanting Jews will not replace us, and Jews in our own state are being physically attacked in houses of worship, the commission would intentionally turn a blind eye to hatred and discrimination against our community. But that's intersectionality. The Jews aren't victimy enough because Israel's mean to Palestinians. So they lose their victim status unless, perhaps... It's a gay Jew, but only, only if that gay Jew has announced his solidarity with transgender Palestinian blind people. And then it's like a temporary visa in being accepted. It's 
This stuff is a horror. It it makes the Nazis look enlightened in terms of defining everybody by their race, their ethnicity, their sexuality, etc. I mean, this they're obsessive in putting a, a patch on your your uh, you know your your concentration camp garb so everybody knows what you are. I, I, God, it's insidious. I get all that, and it's everything you just said, but without that aspect of it, changing the word history to Herkstry was going to be okay? I mean, that's just all right. We're just going to start making up this crap? Really? And accept that in our schools? It's absolutely amazing to me. I can't believe that that <clears throat> even in California, there'd be 10% of parents would think, oh, yeah. Calling it Herkstree makes sense. Right. What? Right. H-X-R-Stree. Okay. Orwell warned us about this. Meanwhile, you got the governor of Illinois, J.B. Pritzker, signed a bill uh, end of last week. Mandates all public schools in the state teach LGBT history to students, emphasizing the roles and contributions of gays and transgenders in the history of Illinois and the United States. I have zero problem. Well, I have uh, the opposite of a problem. I think it's a great idea. If some man or woman makes a contribution to society worthy of recognition, that, you know, they're recognized, regardless of who they want to sleep with. What the hell do I care? It's none of my business. Um, But the idea that they must affirmatively promote this, and this is a great example of another principle at work. The idea is that your young, your gay youngsters and LGBTQ, BBQ uh, uh, youngsters need new role models so they don't uh, feel like they're alone and they want them to be happy and, and feel like they can contribute and the rest of it. Which, listen, I've spent years and years and years tutoring and, and volunteering and coaching young people, and I totally get that. And, for instance, the It Gets Better campaign I think is fantastic. Where, uh, you know, gay celebrities say to your your gay teenagers, look, it was really rough for a while, but I want you to know, you know, I'm out, I'm happy, I'm productive, I, I have friends, and so don't get discouraged in high school, because high school is brutal. I don't care what sets you apart, it's brutal. But the idea that you have to affirmatively elevate people because of their sexual preference and and force them into history classes in schools is just, it's nuts. It's bizarre. Don't suppress anybody. But you don't have to find, like, a lesbian and say, you know, she contributed to the Apollo program because she was in the fuels. I mean, whatever. I don't know. Um, and as I always ask with this stuff, okay, so you got more stuff you're going to put in. What are you going to take out? Because the same number of hours per day and days per year that you're going to teach schools. So something has to be taken out. And, and your schools are already failing. We're already claiming we're behind the rest of the world in math and science and all these different things. So you're going to leave some stuff out to make sure you get the uh, trans-Hispanic woman's right. contribution to history in the end of the school. Exactly. And, man, the, the land of Lincoln where I grew up has got terrible, terrible problems with education and budgeting. They're, they're so far ahead in the race to be the first bankrupt state. It's not even close. Um, sorry, corrupt California. Uh, Silicon Valley alone saved you from being the first to the bankruptcy finish line, which matters because the American people who, who only half pay attention because, you know, they're working, raising families and the rest of it, they'll think, oh, my God, a state's gone bankrupt. That would cause A, B, and C, we've been told over and over again. They really need to be bailed out. We'll require this of Illinois and that and the rest of it, but we really do need to offer federal money so that Illinois doesn't go bankrupt and all those poor teachers and all blah, blah, blah. That will happen once. 
The American people will okay one bailout of a of a corrupt, bankrupt state. The second one comes along, and Americans are going to say, wait, wait, whoa, wait a minute. We heard those same excuses when it was Illinois we were bailing out. We're not falling for that again. So it's very important you be the first bankrupt state, Illinois. Keep trying. Keep after it. Keep electing the same party over and over again. One more thing to mention, and then when we come back, we've got another wrinkle in the whole Fredo controversy. Oh, Chris Cuomo pointing out, and I didn't know this, that calling an Italian Fredo is like dropping an N-bomb on a black person. Okay. Um, I saw this headline from Mysterious Universe, which is a website which keeps track of uh, science stuff having to do with astronomy and whatnot. Mm. By the way... Went outside in the pitch dark out in my field where it's jet black and uh, watched the meteor shower and didn't see a single shooting star. So once again, lied to by astronomers who I think are yanking our chains with their various moons and stars and whatnot. But anyway. Oh, that reminds me. I have a list of moons, including a moon that will clearly become everybody's favorite full moon name. I came across this headline and I need to read more about this. The supermassive black hole at the center of our galaxy just lit up and no one knows why. That seems like a good story. Uh, hello. The black hole at the center of our galaxy just lit up, and no one knows why. I need Probably to read more about that. God forced right. his way through it and said, all right, I've seen enough. Right, or something. And it's the coming of the judgment. Anyway, so uh, CNN hosts in peril or trouble or causing peril. Uh, we've got that story next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And look, Cuomo was clearly pissed off because he feels like when this guy called him Fredo, it's a negative Italian stereotype. All right? Uh, What's funny to me, though, was that his reaction that he chose uh, also seems like a negative Italian stereotype. (laughs) He's like, what you say? I'll wreck your and throw you down these stairs, big man. You want to talk to me? You want to talk to me? I'll f***ing break you. Not all of them. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Good point. So in this whole story about uh, Chris Cuomo, the host on CNN, being called Fredo, my concern has been that a lot of people don't get what Fredo means or where that comes from. Ah. If you're not a Godfather fan, you're not into it. I can handle things. I'm smart. Yeah, I'm smart. Give me more. <laughs> I'm dumb. I'm smart. And I want to spend. That's Fredo from The Godfather, who was the older brother, but didn't end up being, you know, the head of the family. It's like Kim Jong-un's older brother. It is exactly like that. So, yeah, you had the old man, uh, Marlon Brando, who ran the family, but he, he pegged Michael, the younger the younger kid, as he should be in charge. Right, his right. Old, He's old... got the stuff. Fredo yeah. does not have the stuff. Fredo felt bad about that. And so... Chris... And Fredo acted badly. So Fredo had to go sleep with the fishes. Well, he, he's, he, he worked with the bad guys to get Michael killed. So, yeah, you don't have much choice. But they kept him alive until Mom died, which I really appreciated. That that was a nice note. You know, that was a nice bit of family unity there. Well, um, well done. Uh, uh, what was I say? Oh, so Chris Cuomo, 
he's he's got a show nobody watches on CNN where his brother's governor and his dad was governor. Right. So he's Fredo. So he's Fredo. <laughs> and some guy called him Fredo in a bar, and he, he got up in his face and wanted yeah. to fight him and, and the rest of it. I'll throw you down these stairs like a punk. He threatened to throw him down the stairs like a punk to show that Italians aren't the sort of angry mobsters that they're portrayed to be. Well, that was Robert De Niro from Goodfellas, that yeah. tape. That was that was Chris Cuomo, as it turns out. And one of the more charming things... He should have he... went with, what, am I, a clown? Yeah. <laughs> I do not think my name is Fredo. Don't be a liar. How do you have my funny? <laughs> um, so, and, uh, and, and one of the more charming claims he made, do we have the tape of where he claims that calling him Fredo is like the N-word for Italians? Like the N word for us. Yeah, well, Italian Americans are uh, weighing in on the claim that Fredo is an ethnic slur. And while they said it's insulting, the agreement was that anyone who likens it to the N word is stupid. If anything, when we call somebody Fredo, it's like saying they're stupid, said a worker at a Bensonhurst uh, bakery. Uh, if somebody were to call me Fredo, I'd be like, okay, you two. Not the N word, that's another level. Uh, Fredo was, means a backstabber, a person who went against his own kind. He went, he went against his brother. If I was black, somebody called me the N-word, I'd flip out. I'd be in anger. Somebody calls you Fredo, you just roll your eyes. Um, I'll effing throw you down these stairs like an effing punk, railed Cuomo. I'll effing wreck your S. <laughs> that's, that's I'll a- throw you down these stairs like a punk. So... So what did Don Lemon do? I've just heard the headlines, and I haven't heard what he actually did. Uh, Delicious Don Lemon meringue. Uh, Also a CNN show I don't watch. He was accused of a bizarre sexually charged assault of a bartender in New York's Tony Hamptons in a civil suit filed earlier this week. The assault actually happened last year, apparently. Uh, but the suit is just filed. Uh, some uh, guy named Dustin Heiss of Florida stayed in a lawsuit. He was living in the Hamptons, working at the Old Stove Pub. Welcome to the Old Stove, fellas. Um, on July 15th, after closing, he left with the owner and co-workers to party at another bar, Murph's Backstreet Tavern, uh, in Sag Harbor, where they saw Lemon. According to the newsman, Heiss offered him to buy him a vodka drink called a Lemon Drop, according to the suit. Lemon declined the offer, but later approached him inside the establishment. Uh, let's see. Lemon put his hand down the front of his own shorts and vigorously rubbed his genitalia, removed his hand, and shoved his index and middle fingers into plaintiff's mustache and no. under plaintiff's nose. Please don't do that to me. According Ew. to the county uh, That's report, disgusting. Lemon allegedly asked crude questions about Mr. Heiss's sexual preference, leaving him shocked and humiliated. You might want to ask that before the whole hand-down-the-pants thing. Yeah, I woke up shocked and humiliated. <laughs> ask me about my preferences before you do the whole hand-in-the-pants thing. CNN is... <laughs> Just don't do that! They've denied Heiss's account and said Heiss seemed to bear animosity toward the cable news network. Now, is that a Cleveland steamer or something? What he oh, did there? stop it. The, no, that's something different. <clears throat> the point of, uh, Google it, kids. Uh, don't Google it. And uh, take away your kid's computer for the next six months. The plaintiff in this lawsuit has displayed a pattern of contempt for CNN. Everybody displays a pattern of contempt for CNN, CNN. It's because you're contemptuous. You're terrible. You're awful. You're a steaming pile. There's there's a number of problems with this. You got the it could just be politics. Somebody who hates Don Lemon. Uh, you've also got the whole you ha- you have to believe the victim thing that CNN helped create. You have to believe the victim. The victim's always right. Got to go with it. 
Heist says, I have never, ever ranted about anyone, especially a news station. I am a private religious man. There you go. Uh, okay, well, let's say he said, he said. What's coming up in your news, Marshal? Well, riot police and demonstrators are battling again in Hong Kong. This just started up. And just what we've been waiting for, Mayor Giuliani is weighing in on Epstein's death. Those stories and more coming up. Also, a new poll for what that's worth. We won't spend much time on it, I promise. Armstrong and Getty. The inversion happened today, and the media is going crazy about it. That's a market term. Uh, When the point hits where investors have lost some faith, they claim, and uh, things get turned upside down a little bit, where investors want more in return for short-term government bonds and long-term bonds, and the the inversion actually happened today, and it's predicted, they claim, the last nine recessions going back to 1955. Mm. Predict, I don't know if that's fair or not, I mean, that's a... It happened before all the recessions. It doesn't mean it's always going to be right. Right, yeah. You yeah. can come up with a number of things like that where the the team that, that finished in the top three in offense always wins the Super Bowl or something like that. Yeah. I, it's I true think, until it's not. There's probably more to it just because both uh, the recession and that measure of people... Um, you know, do they want more for money in short term or long term? It has to do with sentiment and optimism. Well, right. And yep. if, if the pessimism is that big, well, then that can cause a recession. Well, right. And here, there's my concern. The media is clearly rooting for this to be true. Oh, 100%. The media is so excited that there's an indication there may be a recession. And if people believe there's a recession, you cause a recession. If everybody thinks, oh, my God, we're in a recession, I better not go on that vacation I was planning, or now's not a good time to buy a new car, then you go into recession. Yeah. So the media can create this recession with their enthusiasm today, which we'll hear more of right now with Marsha Phillips. Well, they're not letting up. Protesters in Hong Kong are back at it today. Riot police in the streets battling with the protesters. One officer holding up a sign that says, Warning, tear gas. This going on outside the international airport a day after demonstrators forced the cancellation of hundreds of flights. Something tells me the uh, the boss there at the riot police has said, Fellas, we need about one more day out of you guys, and Chinese army will take over on Thursday. It's so complicated. I was watching one of the beatdowns yesterday on video. So you've got... Police dressing as protesters and getting into the protesters and starting fights so that then the other police can run in and break up the fight by right. beating There's down violence. the protesters. There's violence. We have to do this. And then the protesters thought they caught an infiltrator. I don't know if they did or not, but really beat this guy down. I mean, blood everywhere and everything like that. And was a cop. So it gets very complicated. Meanwhile, China's foreign ministry is telling U.S. lawmakers to keep their comments to themselves about the crackdowns on the protests in Hong Kong. Some lawmakers, including Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, have condemned acts of violence by the police. And China's blaming the U.S. for playing a role in the unrest. Yeah, because we're against oppression. And so, yeah, I guess we do have a role. Former New York City Mayor and President Trump's attorney, Rudy Giuliani, weighing in on the death of accused sex criminal Jeffrey Epstein. Now, protocols were reportedly not followed leading up to his death. 
He was left unmonitored for hours. The guards were asleep at the time. Records were falsified. Giuliani telling Fox News there are several things he'd look at if he were investigating Epstein's death. I'd have to consider he committed suicide, or they were negligent, or they were complicit, or prisoners came in and killed him, but they didn't really care whether that happened. So I don't know which of those four possibilities exist. Giuliani's saying prison officials did a lot of things wrong, including Epstein uh, putting Epstein in a room with a bunk bed without a cellmate. The cellmate, it turns out, was transferred out of his cell with Epstein hours before the alleged suicide occurred. That's, that is interesting. And sure. We heard over and over again, no, it'd be impossible in that facility. They have no uh, nothing you could tie a rope to. Blah, blah. No, there's a bunk bed in there. Got an update on the George Washington mural controversy. The decision has been made to preserve but cover up the controversial mural at a high school in San Francisco. After a public outcry, the school board voting 4-3 to reverse an earlier vote to paint over the Light of Washington mural at George Washington High. A mural that was painted to point out the racism of the early days of the country will be covered because it has racist portrayals. And many of the people on the right who would have hated the painting when it was originally painted are against covering it up. And the people on the left who would have liked the painting of it when it was originally painted are for painting over it Nobody now. should be taken seriously ever. <laughs> the I mean, only gets, thing I can conclude. It gets complicated. Facebook, turns out, has been paying hundreds of outside contractors to transcribe clips of audio from users of its services. This according to people with knowledge of the work. Now, the work has rattled the contract employees who are not told where the audio was recorded or how it was obtained, only to go ahead and transcribe it. The people who were talking about it requested anonymity for fear of losing their jobs. They're hearing Facebook users' conversations, sometimes with a lot of vulgar content, but they don't know why Facebook needs them transcribed. Facebook confirmed it had been transcribing users' audio and said it will no longer do so following (laughs) scrutiny into other companies. I saw Zuckerberg up on the TV giving some speech where he said, privacy is the future. That's the most important thing going on here. Yeah, why do you need to... So you're practicing your ability to transcribe. There'd be a lot of things you could practice on that don't include actual private conversations of people. Or have volu- have employees volunteer. Sure. For a whole bunch of different things yeah. that don't include just listening in on random Facebook users. Right. And you it- can trust me, said the criminal. And did you hear Andy Dick got decked? New Orleans police releasing surveillance video of the assault on comedian Andy Dick outside a French Quarter nightclub. Footage shows the entertainer getting violently punched from behind before he fell to the sidewalk where he laid motionless. Yeah, a physically slight middle-aged man was battered into unconsciousness without reason. I mean, who he is and what he used to be significant for, who cares? It's a brutal crime. Yeah, the attacker then walks away before turning a corner. Dick was taken to the hospital for treatment. The official's asking anybody with info. Put that the... guy in jail for the rest of his yeah. life. You can't fix that guy. Anybody who's capable of that is uh, is a subhuman. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I'm, I'm worried about this inversion news because I'm watching the headlines everywhere. The media is thrilled with the idea that there might be a recession. Mm-hmm. And that is going to lead people to believe yep. if everybody in the country makes one different buying decision because of this uh, news coverage, we'll be in a recession. Mm. 
Well, this just came across as an urgent, Jack. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is continuing to slide now down Sell. 600 points in trading on Wall Street. God dang it, we're going to... What, what do they call that? Where, uh, you know, if you tell a kid they're bad long enough, they become bad. Um, self-fulfilling yeah, prophecy? it's yeah. going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy, this freaking recession. Well, it reminds me a little bit of anxiety, where people who suffer from anxiety can go into situations and think, oh, my God, if my anxiety hits, this is going to be terrible. I hope the anxiety doesn't hit. And they get anxious and the anxiety hits. Right. We are causing uh, a recession because mostly of the media's hatred of Trump, it would seem. You know, there are, there are headwinds and bumps in the road, sure, but there always are. But, you know, I'll tell you what. I, sometimes I feel like I'm just watching a movie. And I think I don't want a recession. This is a crazy movie. I really don't want a recession. I can't affect the movie, so I'm just going to watch it. <laughs> now you sound like George Carlin, the old comedian. Do I? Yeah, yeah. That was his thing. I'm just, I'm just observing life. I just find it endlessly fascinating. Yeah. Specifically, yeah. he liked uh, watching it circle the drain. Yeah, that was his thing. Yeah, well, that's not a bad discussion. Hey, by the way, I brought this up, and CBS yeah. is now reporting reporting it. The black hole. At the center of our galaxy, the supermassive black hole lit up, and nobody knows why. Did did scientists know it was even capable of lighting up, or was that completely? It's flashing lights now. Why was it a possibility that it could light up? Is it giving birth to another galaxy, or something? I don't know anything about black holes. Well, I don't either. They got a lot right. of gravity, Jack. I know right. that. <laughs> yes. More gravity right. than you can handle. <laughs> Light can never escape it, right. I thought. I thought that was the deal. Exactly. Yeah. The recession might be uh, really not that big a problem if... Well, the next thing that comes out of it might obliterate all life in the blink of an eye. Well, right, yeah. yeah. Or, or be the face of God. Or this is or what something it, or, in between. Or this is what it does right before it sucks the entire galaxy down into whatever those holes are. Right. And it goes into another something that nobody knows what it is. What would that be like? I don't Unpleasant, know. I'm guessing. Windy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Unpleasant, I'm guessing. <laughs> in today's weather, the Earth will be obliterated. The Earth, the whole galaxy. Well, I don't care about the rest Sucked of the galaxy. Into a black hole. Call me selfish. Jupiter <laughs> gets squashed. What the hell do I care? Please, I, you know, I know it's up there, but it doesn't play a big role in my life. Earth, on the other hand, Earth is by far my favorite planet. If anybody knows anything about this, like we have somebody listening who actually knows what they're talking about, an astronomer, perhaps, some information uh, on the text. Should we have them actually call? Yes. I would talk to an astronomer about that. Yes. The, the, Hanson, you are in charge of appraising whether they're an actual astronomer or a troll. Trolls don't call. Do not, we will not forgive you. one 331 talk I hope this isn't a stunt where you know, the light is going to say Google or something. one 331 talk We'll talk to a real astronomer next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Actually, have an astronomer on the line. Is it a real astronomer? Is he going to say, oh, "I think it's Howard Stern's butt"? <laughs> Thank you for that, sir. A jackass astronomer. This is one of the headlines today. Aside from the market dropping like a stone because there's some indication of a possible recession. Please, if we all act like there's a recession, there will be a recession. And See, then that's what—that's the problem. 
then so, lots of people lose their jobs. Right? That's what happens. Right? Not cool. No. So, uh, the uh, the supermassive black hole that is something or other to do with our galaxy? You are the center of my universe. Oh. The actual center of our uh, galaxy, black hole lit up, and nobody knows why. I thought no light could escape from it. Michael you is still a called a black hole if it lights actual up. college professor, astronomer, he's an expert in the field, and joins us now. Hello, Michael. How are you, sir? Hello, good. How are you guys? Excellent. So, uh, what's the basic outline of, of what was seen or what happened, and what should we think of it? Well, for that kind of light output, energy output, it had to have ingested a large amount of mass, probably a gas, hydrogen gas, uh, that got nudged too close by the gravity of a passing star or something like that. And so, the supermassive black hole essentially belched. Yeah, basically. So the light's coming from outside of the what's called the event horizon, not from the black hole itself, but just from the outside. A tremendous amount of energy and mass was ingested. Do people have to drag your knowledge out of you at a backyard barbecue, or do you offer it up whether they want it or not? <laughs> I offer it, but, uh, you know, I, I'm measured, so I can talk about anything. It doesn't have to just be astronomy. You know, uh, another question, Michael. Can you believe the mainstream media misreported a science story? That happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Okay, so it wasn't the black hole itself; it was something outside of it. All right. Well, no, it's the black hole, but it's uh, it, the light output comes from outside. It's right. generated from the black hole ingesting the material itself. Here's right. the thing: Do we have anything to worry about? Should we be concerned? <laughs> There's so much to be concerned about. This was not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You know, I've never been torn apart at the atomic level, but it sounds pretty uh, unpleasant. Um, so there's no chance of our galaxy being sucked into the black hole and never be seen again. Okay. Right. No, it's one of the common misconceptions. Black holes don't suck. But Neil deGrasse Tyson called it spaghettification, falling into a black hole. So That sounds unpleasant. Uh, Michael, yeah, the very astro- Michael the astronomer. Michael, thank you so much for uh, your clarity. Thank you. You're quite welcome. All right, there you go. Spaghettification? Yeah, that's not good. Yikes! What does that mean? You get you get kind of stretched out and oh and uh and, okay. and I guess something happens where you become individual pieces of 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 hardness that can soften in hot water, just like your heart. <laughs> you in, are in the center water. of my universe. <laughs> So I try to read that stuff because I am uh, interested in it, yeah, and I, I can't. I know it, it's it's interesting. It must be how it feels for some people who just can't do algebra. It just doesn't register for right. some reason. Yeah, I can't take in your super high level string theory, quantum <sighs> physics. Just, yeah, it, it sounds like it would be so damned interesting and fascinating, and it was it was you know these major breakthroughs that just changed the way mankind looks at the, our universe. And I think I need to know that. Stop, stop, stop! Wait a minute, stop! You're writing the email saying, guys, what you need to read is Joe Jones's blah blah blah. Oh, I've no, looked- no, 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 no! You're wasting your time. You might as well try to explain the days of the week to your dog. <laughs> it's just, I'm sorry, I'm good at some stuff. That's not. On the list. I've started into all your, you know, your pop sensation versions of this sort of stuff. And I just, I can't, I can't make it work for me. Yeah, that's okay. Nobody's good at everything. Or anything. (laughs) Some people are good at nothing. (laughs) That's a good point. So speaking of being uh, bad at stuff, you got to old uh, Beto O'Rourke and uh, John Kickenpoover, various people in their home states. And this was, this has been going on for months. 
They're saying, hey, you guys are embarrassments as presidential candidates, but you're you're, you're doing well in the polls uh, for running for the Senate in this state. And we need Let's more senators. Let's take the Senate back. Democrats. Say Democrats. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny. People were saying from the beginning that these guys have no chance. Why are they bothering? They're not. They they can't be serious about running for president. Well, uh, evidently those voices are getting louder, and allegedly they're starting to listen. But I will tell you this: Bateau O'Rourke had he moved immediately into running for the other Senate seat in Texas, having almost beat Ted Cruz in a red state, which is pretty impressive. I don't care who you are. You know, he didn't come as close as the polls said he was going to, but he did pretty well. He would have been in decent shape and had some momentum right now. He's an embarrassment right now. I think he's lost much of his luster. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And so Cornyn, John Cornyn's seat, right? Cornyn's retiring, so it's it's wide open. So instead of running against an established Ted Cruz, you're running against whoever the Republicans throw up there. Mm-hmm. And it's a fresh race. And, uh, yeah. But, yeah, his his star has fallen as far as I can tell. And then oh, yeah. he's going to run in Texas, having stood up on a national stage and said free health care for illegals and right. we all should be ashamed to be white and all that sort of stuff. That's where you're going to run on in Texas? Oh, I don't yep. think so. Yeah, good luck with that. You know, he's one of those uh, guys or gals who the first two dates, you're like, wow, wow. And you start to get behind the surface a little bit and think, wow, wow. Goes from wow, wow to wow. Mm, right. Right, and he's jobless, Bateau O'Rourke. He has no job right now. Gave up his house seat in 2018 to run for the Senate. Of course, he's the he's the uh, the the boy toy of an heiress, right? I don't uh, I don't know anything about Hickenlooper in Colorado's chances, but because I was focusing on his presidential race, but he could be in a. I think he nationally, anyway, he he looks he looks good. He's he's not going to make it as a he's not going to be the nominee for president, but he's he's not embarrassing or anything on no. the debate stage. No, and he was a popular, reasonably popular governor of uh, Colorado. Probably all plenty of enemies. But that's enough about people who have no significance. We're not in the going president. to be president. Although Beto still gets way out of proportion media coverage. And here's my favorite poll recently, and this is as unscientific as you can get. Um, Bo Erickson of CBS News says... I spoke with 100 Democrats at the Iowa State Fair, and this is what I got. Welcome to a night of 100 Democrats. So this is just randomly talking to Democrats at the Iowa State Fair. Obviously, incredibly unscientific, but I think this stands out. The plurality, the biggest number, undecided at 40. Wow. 40 out of the 100 said they're undecided. Then you drop way down to 23 for Biden. It's interesting, though, that you just talk to 100 random people and you get almost exactly what the polls are. Biden at 23, Warren at 13, Sanders at 9, and then you go down to the single digit. Also that is rents. notable. Yeah. Hmm. You randomly choose people and get that. 100 ain't a great sample size, but it's pretty good. Hmm. 40% undecided. I'd have missed that one. We're 173 days away. From the Iowa caucuses. Why do, you, uh, why do you, listen, do one of those things or the other, all right? <laughs> as the co-host, I am asking you. You can't do a feature, then explain how pointless it is. Right. Either got to explain how pointless a feature like and that would be. And then don't be. do the feature, <laughs> or alternately. <laughs> That's 24 and a half weeks just to the Iowa caucuses. Yeah, 
Yeah, there I'm just go. I'm so bummed that Steve, never mind the Bullock, isn't going to be on the campaign stage and or the debate stage, and neither is Marianne. Listen, sister <laughs> Williamson, <laughs> at least as of so, now. So, Mr. President, <laughs> yes. if you're listening, yes. <laughs> Fantastic. We haven't played Slam It once today. Yeah. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.